Hey, hey, y'all. I hope this finds each of you well in your respective space in the world. As for your girl, I'm actually doing pretty good. Pretty good. Today was a great day. I had a wonderful therapy session with my therapist, but earlier this morning, I also participated in this co-working group for Black women entrepreneurs and executives who have ADHD, like me. And so... In this co-working session, essentially what we started off with is that we introduce either the task or say a project that we wanted to work on during this time. So there was an ADHD coach who was participating or rather facilitating this process, right? And so one of the questions that she asked is that, is that actually a task or is it a project? And so we kind of broke it down, right? And so for 25 minutes, we worked on said task. And after 25 minutes, we then came back, we checked in on our progress, right? Decided that we were either going to continue working on that task or identify a new task to work on. So we did that for probably, I think, three or four times, right? And at the end, I felt so accomplished. It was wonderful. So not only did I kind of figure out a new hack for my ADHD, I also felt a part of community. So it is so special to be able to have found a community of folks who are like me and are also, you know, just open and vulnerable. And so I'm just grateful for that space and for the queen who created that. So as I shared in the season finale episode, I'm going to be doing a series of mini episodes called Grow With Faith. And here's what you can expect. You can expect to see them weekly, probably be about four to five topics that I'm going to tackle. And those topics will be related to the pillars of the podcast. So mental health, women's health, wellness, as well as motherhood. And they're all going to be short form. So no more than 15, maybe 20 minutes, depending on the topic. And I think it'll be great. So I want to make sure that you guys give me feedback. So if you like it, please, please let me know, leave a review and let folks be able to find the podcast. So here's what's top of mind for me. Black women and women of color alike, our mental well-being and the prioritization of such. So listen, we have absolutely nothing to prove to anyone by us sacrificing our mental health for some grind, for a medal, a headline, a relationship, or holding up this false narrative that we got to be strong. Look, being strong for me, it looks like creating space for yourself to be soft, to tune into yourself, identify what your needs are, care for yourself, create boundaries, and live life on your own terms. So Simone Biles, Queen, I salute you. Naomi Osaka, I salute you as well. And thank you, Queen Issa Rae, for showing us what it looks like to create boundaries for your personal life. Listen, I know I wasn't the only one. I think all of the homies were like, Issa Rae got married? wait a minute, I didn't even know that Issa had a fiance, let alone a boyfriend, right? And so what I also realized is that none of us know the intricate details of her wedding either. We got a couple of pictures. She was beautiful, right? But that was it. Now we might see some photos later on and maybe Essence Magazine or somewhere else. But listen, she's like, you guys can know everything about my professional life, but that personal life, I'm going to hold that close to my chest and create some boundaries. So I salute you, queen. So on today's episode, what I'm going to be talking about are my top five things that I wish more people knew about going to therapy. So let's just jump right in. So number one, it's okay to need help. It is okay to need help. 
I think back to my 25-year-old self who was struggling with some mental health issues um, that I'd later find out was just undiagnosed ADHD and the effects of such. But I, you know, I normalized my struggle. I normalized talking negatively to myself. But it really got to a point where I was dealing with about a depression and it wasn't something that I felt that I could shake, right? I felt like I needed help. But it really wasn't until I had come across this article. I will never forget this. It was either in like Elle or maybe it was Glamour magazine. And it was this woman who was talking about being on the brink of burnout as this high functioning professional who had a late diagnosis of ADHD and anxiety. So she went on, she was describing her symptoms and how it showed up in her life, like all of these things. And I felt so seen for the first time in like 25 years of life. It like clicked. It was like, oh, shoot, you mean I'm not alone in this experience? And so she went on to talk about because of how she had had all of these different successes that she normalized the chaos that went on behind the scenes to achieve that success. And so she really didn't seek help until she was on the brink of burnout. So what gave me hope in that particular situation was that she was able to bounce back after both therapy and medication. But the way that she described how her experience And the transformative experience of therapy, I was just like, yo, I want some of that. And it was a sign that I needed to seek out therapy. So literally the very next day, I took the first step to get some therapy. I just want to pause really quickly and say that this is a perfect example of why I started this podcast. There is so much power in sharing your story. And whether it is, you know, by telling a homegirl or telling a friend Or maybe it is sharing your story on a podcast or writing an article. Whatever the case might be, there is something that is so powerful about sharing your story. Because as a result of this woman having written this article, it literally changed my trajectory from that point on. But let me tell you a little bit about what that process kind of looked like. Which leads me to my second point, which is finding the right therapist can be a process. So persistence is key. So I actually started therapy or the counseling process through the employee assistance program in my then job. So through the employee assistance program, I was able to get, I think it was maybe four to five sessions, but they were set up like immediately. And which was great because it took me a while to find an actual therapist that I vibe with and I needed support like ASAP. So the next step that I took from there was that I went to psychologytoday.com and I looked up some local therapists that were near my home. I reached out to a few, heard back, and then I had gone to this one woman who was near my home and I literally walked out in 20 minutes, y'all. I know. I'm a little extra. I get it. But she was a hot mess. She was. I was just like, I think that she may have been going through something at the time. I don't know what, but her office was a mess. She, I couldn't, you know, follow her train of thought. It was just everywhere. So I was like, I don't think that, I don't think that this is the right fit nor the right time. And I just kind of like tiptoed on out. She just kind of like sat there frozen, but never contacted her again. But then I went on to another provider and I think I may have had about two or three sessions. And while they were okay, I just didn't feel like they were the one. So I went back to the drawing board and I went back to the website. And instead of putting in the zip code of where I lived, I actually put it to where I worked. And so that kind of opened up the pool of prospects. And that's where I found my first full 
time therapist, Dr. Brown. And so I share all of that to say that it is a process, but with his support and my persistence, I was able to get out of that dark hole. I was able to reclaim my confidence in myself that I needed to not only apply, but also get into grad school and with the scholarship, might I add. So from there, I was able to move to New York and make that dream happen. But I want to just point out that it's important to note that I was very intentional and very persistent. And while I knew that I needed help, I also knew that I had to find the right person to provide that for me. And I couldn't just give up the first time or the second time that it didn't work out. So I kept on pressing on. So my next point is that you don't have to be in the middle of a crisis in order to access therapy. I think that there are quite a few false assumptions about both when to access therapy as well as who should access it. One of those things being that shit either has to be hitting the fan or have hit the fan in order for you to access it. And that's not the case. So listen, at the time of recording this episode, I've officially been in therapy this go round for the last, let's see three and a half years. And so during this time, I fluctuated from going weekly, I've gone bi-weekly, and now I'm monthly. And the frequency that I go is based on what my needs are at the time. And it has been a godsend for sure, because my therapist has been there with me through so many of the big changes in my life. So I'm talking about everything from my fertility journey, um, becoming a parent, seeking a promotion, getting promoted, the loss of my father, my mental health burnout, and so much more. And now that I have so many of the tools that I need in order to better um, manage as well as cope with the things that life throws at me, I really look at therapy as a form of self-care maintenance. So just as I go when I get my monthly massages, I get my nails and my toes done, right? I sit on my therapist's virtual couch every month for 50 minutes, 50, excuse me, and I do talk therapy. It's a no-brainer, especially since it's covered by my insurance. My nominal copay is what I spend on going out to lunch or maybe that shirt that I know that was not on my list while I was at Target. Um, So it's worth it. I want to also give you a couple examples of some kind of like non-crisis purposes or reasons to access therapy. So as I mentioned, a big change. Maybe you are moving to another state or another city. You're getting married. You are about to have a child or you're about to pursue a fertility journey. I think that it's a wise thing to do to put that in place, right, in anticipation of or to help for like preventative purposes. So that's just one example. Another example might be, you wanna build a better relationship with yourself. You wanna find out more about who you are at your core, right? Or maybe you wanna explore healing from past trauma. These are just a couple of examples, again, of reasons that are non-crises to access therapy. So my next point is that you are worthy of both healing as well as support. So when I first sought out therapy, I don't think that I'd heard anyone in my family ever talk about going to therapy. So we always talked about, you know, praying, (laughs) um, which I think is common in both black and brown communities. But I also think that it's a negative thing because we normalize the struggle and the traumas that have happened in our lives. And oftentimes we don't even really understand or are able to fully conceptualize the effects that it's had on how we show up in the world. 
And so whether you want to heal from, let's say, a traumatic relationship so that you can achieve the goal of one day getting married, or maybe you want to process some of the unresolved grief from the loss of a loved one, you are worthy of healing and therapy can help facilitate that process. So you are worth setting aside the 50 minutes every week, every two weeks or every month as a form of radical self-care. You are worthy. So my next point is that therapy has the ability to change your life. And I'm not just talking about the concept of it, right? But the active practice of attending, of participating in, and actually doing the work can change your life. I am not who I was when I was 25 years old and I sought out therapy for the first time. Nor am I the same person that I was when I began this journey 3.5 years ago before. I believe that who I am is much different and better person at my core. So I, I've confronted my own trauma. I've confronted intergenerational trauma. I've worked through grief from the loss of my loved ones. I have talked through letting go of faux friendships. And those are just a couple of things. So listen, to say that therapy has been easy, that would be a lie. It has not been an easy process to say the least. I have broken down in tears on many of occasions. I have felt extreme shame for the things that I've shared or admitted to. And I have felt exposed like I was like butt naked in the middle of the street. But the flip side to that, however, has been the countless number of breakthroughs that I've had, the feelings of being seen and heard. And having someone who I trust to help facilitate the process of my healing. My therapist is a godsend. Investing the time to find the right therapist, being intentional about going and showing up each time that I attend, and actively utilizing the tools that I've learned in therapy has been a game changer for me. A game changer. So I've talked about how it's okay to need help. About how finding the right therapist can be a process. How not having to be in a crisis to access it, being worthy of the support and the healing that comes along with it, and how therapy can change your life. So if you're looking for this sign to go to therapy, this is it, Queen. It's my hope that today's discussion gave some insight on the benefits of therapy, ways to use it for your benefit, and encourage someone to access it. But before I go, I want to make sure that you do a couple of things. So number one, make sure you go to the website, www.thesistercirclepodcast.com and sign up for our mailing list to make sure that you're one of the first folks to receive our hot off the press mental health resource guide for folks of color. Also, make sure that you check us out on social media. We're always posting some great content. One resource in particular that I want folks to to check out is our guide for Black, Indigenous, people of color that are in pursuit of therapy. There's some great information on how to make therapy more affordable. There's an email template that you can use to send to prospective therapists. And there's just, just a whole lot of other great resources. So one last tip that I actually want to provide you with is that if you need something that's a little bit more than what therapy may be able to provide you with, such as medication, one area or one way in which you can get immediate support is by contacting your primary care physician. They have the ability to prescribe medication for behavioral health issues. So if you're feeling some anxiety, if you're feeling some depression, or maybe even if you're like, I really think I might have ADHD or OCD or whatever the case might be. That could be your first step, your primary care physician. So lastly, as you all know, I'm working on season two 
interviews for the podcast. So if you or someone that you know is interested in sharing your story regarding your mental health journey in particular, I want to hear from you. There's a link in the show notes if you are interested in doing so. Well, all right, queens, that is it for now. Be sure to tune in again next week for the second installment of the Grow With Faith series. And with that, I'm out of here like last year. Peace. Thank you so much for listening. It is truly my hope that you both enjoyed and gained something from it. And if so, be sure to share this episode with another queen that could benefit. Also, if you are willing and able, please leave me a five-star review wherever you consume your podcast. That is how we spread the good word, y'all. And in the meantime, be sure to follow us on all social media platforms at The Sister Circle Podcast. And be sure to check out the website, thesistercirclepodcast.com. There you can subscribe to our mailing list to ensure you get reminders about when new episodes drop and receive our monthly newsletter that's filled with great resources. You can check out our show notes, resources, and blog. And you can send me a message if you want to be on the show, have an idea for the show, would like to collaborate or sponsor the show. With love, Faith.